Start my little geeklings and welcome to Two Geeks Talk Movies. And it has been what two months, and I have Joe back with me, so yay! Hey. Um, yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, I feel like a bit shit today, so I think you'll be taking over most of us <laughs> of eight years podcasting, 450 plus movies. This is the only movie I actually gave up on halfway through, so. <laughs> <laughs> So this will be fun. Like I say, I feel like absolutely shit today, but I have to soldier on because we must do. Anyway, mm-hmm. as I was saying, this is the first time since, God, when was it? August? October? No, it wasn't. It was like August, was it? No, no the time we used to record tells me the last time we spoke for this, and that was October. Okay then, I will. Well, you know. Anyway, so tonight, oh, before I, before I get into this, this is how fucking chaotic I am feeling. I want to thank my my two guests I had on Phil from Respect House podcast and Spike from my second podcast, Midnight Movie Mania. So I give a fill again for Joe when she was what were you sick with COVID? <laughs> Not COVID, but I was ill. I see. Okay then. Okay then. So tonight we are doing. Uh, Hobgoblins as part of May Movie Monster March 2. That's a fucking mouthful and a half. <laughs> I saying that ten times faster. Yeah, I, I was going to do Ghoulies 4, Troll 2 or Munchies, but I thought we would do Hobgoblins 2 because it would be a quote-unquote fun experience. How wrong was I? How <laughs> 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 fun? Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, I'd rather done the Ghoulies. Mm, this movie is such a fucking car crash. This was written back in 1990, two years after the original movie came out. And right. it was sitting on a shelf, the, the, the script that is, for about 15 years. And suddenly realised, oh my god, it's been nearly 20 years since the original Hobgoblin, so let's make another one. So they shut this thing out, but they couldn't get finances for it for some bullshit reason. So the director, Rick Stone, had to come up with the genius idea of making softcore porn called Vice Academy and well, he used the money yeah. yeah he used the money from these movies to budget uh, sorry to, to pay for this budget so oh I, I mean that and all the product placement and they could have just paid for the movie alone oh my god I mean I love the fact how um there's a uh, DVD spec, uh, extras on YouTube and I watched it this morning and uh-huh. I Rick Stone crowing about how Mr. Science Theatre 3000 made the original Hobgoblins a quote-unquote classic must-watch movie. I was like, did it really? But, I mean, is it really a classic must-watch movie? I mean, mm. I mean, yeah, if you want to take it off your I watched every movie from the 80s <laughs> list, but, I mean, other than that, no. <laughs> exactly. It should be left in, a, left in a cupboard and forgotten about Mm, yeah yeah i love this one i mean he also says that he fired his entire crew three days into filming and replaced them the entire crew with his fifth and sixth pick people so you have no one in the shit I mean, Jesus <laughs> I mean, wow could yeah, you imagine yeah. turning up for a job yeah i wasn't even first in line nor second you know yeah i was yeah. like tenth in line and i still got a job Jeez, the, the chaotic wow. set must have been a fucking complete car crash. I mean... Oh, wow. 
yeah, like I said, yeah. So this script was written in 1990, two years after the quote-unquote classic. Um, I love the fact how the puppets they're using here are the original puppets. Only three or four of them survived. So, <laughs> you know, you're in a shit. I mean, wow. Do we want to know what happened to the rest? Apparently, some were sold off. And other ones just deteriorated because they were so cheaply made. So, hmm. So, yeah, so that was um, joyful. Mm. I mean, like I said, this thing is completely over the bloody old place. I mean, they say that, oh my God, the script was was on a shelf for like 10, 15 years and no one wanted to touch it. And suddenly there was interest in it because of Mr. Science 3000, blah, 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 blah. And and this is deemed a classic. I'm like, was the original a classic? I mean, it was another one of the fucking gremlins. Rip-offs? Yeah, yeah, I mean, and it had blatant rip-off, let's face it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but this movie left me very confused, because one point it's a sequel, it's advertised as a sequel, things like that, but the parts of it that are copy and paste from the first one. Yeah, I love the fact how they say that this is 1990, right, even though there's modern mm. technology, and I'm like, how, how can you if you've got a modern cell phone and you get more computers well, more than I mean four, they're, they're watching DVDs in the 90s mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the yeah. early 90s at that yeah. you know I'm going mm. fuck off and I know they shit me how McCready doesn't know who any of these people are I'm going they survived that night with you I mean yeah. and for a star um, the army guy should be dead <laughs> the fucking mm. the, um, his girlfriend should be dead mm-hmm. it's like mm, so uh, yeah, and that was one of the things that made me really confused. Like, how can they not can recognise each other? Mm, mm. I love the fact how they had to recast the entire cast because they were too old to play, quote, 18 year olds. I was like, fucking 1988. If I'm fucking wow. 2000. So, mm, mm. Uh, and there's actually a feature floating on YouTube that has the original cast talking about how this movie is so much more fresher and modern than the original 80s one I was like is it but I mean mm. Mm. so with a budget of fucking hopes and dreams this thing made thoughts and prayers I mean (laughs) (laughs) I swear to god I can't find anything on this at all do you know nothing it's pretty hard to find anything on I had I had a look and was like, I give up trying to look. I can't find fucking anything and life is yeah. too short for a, a cheap-ass movie. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, is the, the money, the budget from this movie came from the, I think, five or six Vice Academy movies, which, as I say, are softcore porn. But, wow. yeah, ironically, there's actually more sex in the actual Police Academy movies, which it rips off. So it's <laughs> like, there's more sex in the fucking, the quote-unquote, um, what's we're looking for uh mainstream movies they do have on, on the cheap spin-offs so hmm mm. of a cast of complete nobodies i mean here we go we have josh mills josh green chanel ryan jason buck sabrina bowen don glenn ashley asburn uh jordana berlin i think was his name, and roland esquile written by rick sloan the plot. Wow. I got this one right off IMDb. <clears throat> Set 25 years after the events of Hobgoblins, 
Pearl McCready is in a nut house for blowing up the film studio. He's visited by the same characters as original, yet they have no idea who hell he is or who the hell Hobgoblins are. The Hobgoblins are back and run amok. What the fuck is happening here? (laughs) (laughs) By the way, whoever put up can't count. This is supposed to be 1990. That's two years. Yeah, not 25. Not 25 years. And also, this is from 2008. That's 20 years, not 25 years. Which means wow. this guy must think that it's 20, uh, 2013. This was. I mean, so I have mm. no idea what's happening here. Like the beginning of the, like the movie itself, I have no idea what's fucking happening. <laughs> I mean, oh my god, let's talk about trivia. <clears throat> okay. Uh, as I say to you, the, the movie's budget was from Vice Academy movies, which is a sub-genre of soft-core porn movies, and they are abysmal. They're on, uh, I think it's filming features they're on. Lovely. So, you know, you're in, in great company with that shite, so... Hmm. There's only six Hobgoblin puppets survived from 1988, and only one actually works with the mouse <laughs> so... Wow. <laughs> you know, you're in the shit, I mean... Hmm. The script for thing in 1990, but sat on a shelf for decades before getting picked up. The trailers in a movie are real movies directed by Rick Sloan while he was in film school in the late 70s, early 80s. So wow, okay. the Chainsaw... Oh, was it Chainsaw Hookers? Not shit in the... Did it, uh-huh. or actual real movies. Good uh, mm. Blood Theatre, not to be produced by Theatre of Blood, which stars mm-hmm. Mr. Price, is actually... A real movie, and I've seen this thing, and it's truly awful. It's got a budget of about 10 pence. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. And this entire film was filmed on one-minute film ends that cost $5,000. Good God. <laughs> That's the same stuff they filmed the first one on, isn't it? Yep, except they were longer. You know, that had an attempt at, yeah, that had an attempt at continuity with that, but... Fail. Yeah, yeah. Except the original ones, it was I think it was a half hour, but mm. these are like a minute long and it's all st- like stitched together. Stitched so together and edited. Oh my god. So you, you know, and shit. I mean, Jesus Christ, you know. No expense spared there, eh? Yes, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my god. So I said that's piece of shit. Then <laughs> my god. So up pops the titles with the crew names, and I'm going. What in the hell am I watching here? It looks like they've just clicked on the first font they've found and went, that'll do. <laughs> you know, I mean, oh, Jesus Christ. And I don't think any of these people actually worked ever again. I'm not surprised. Uh, I mean, looking these up, um, Josh Mills is a, a producer making low-budget mm. TV shows. So, yay. Um, Chanel Ryan is a low-budget actress. And... She's in such great movies as Wait for These Titles. A Paranormal Whack-tivity, <laughs> Circus of the Dead, Hell's Kitty, and the one I actually saw, which is quite an interesting movie, called Small, Small Apartments, which was a 2009, I think it was, movie. Um, wow. That starred... Uh, oh, shit. Shit. What's the bald one from uh, Little Britain? Matt Lucas. Matt Lucas. Yeah. He's in a, and it's an interesting movie. It's, it's over a shot, but it's a quite interesting movie. It's a very low budget, expendable movie, but it's an interesting. Mm. The rest of the stuff she's done is a lot of crap. And uh, Don Glenn is a bit part actor in NCIS and CSI and such. So, yeah. 
So this is probably the highlight of her career. Mm, yes, yes, yes. I mean, mm, mm. I'm going. This is the best you can get. You can get like nobodies and people have barreled anything else because you're too cheap to hire actual fucking actors. Yeah. I mean, you see that he fired his entire crew on his, the second or third day. So yeah, this is a chaotic set. I mean, wow. absolutely chaotic. Chaotic director. You wouldn't want to work with someone <laughs> like that. Let's face it. No, no, you wouldn't. No. No. Uh, I think that annoyed me. This nuthouse place, they open up on, I'm going, could you have this establishing shot in a more, if you tried? It's mm. like everything you see this thing, it's the exact same shot of the guy in a wheelchair getting pushed back. Yep. So, hmm. They clearly just filmed that and just get going, we'll add, it, we'll add the film we've already got for that in there. Yes, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's so, it opens up on the cast, and here we meet the new cast. Kevin, played by Josh Miles. Kyle, played by Josh Green. Nick, played by Jason Buck. Daphne, or Daphne rather, no, Daphne, played by Jordana Ashburn. And Amy, played by Sabina Bowen. And these are all completely unlikable. Not one of them was actually likable. No, not one of them did you... Not one of them were high, you know, concerned about throughout the movie. Mm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was going. You could have hired better actors. I actually see some and more personality. Mm. These are fucking hateful people. So they're they to meet Professor Abernathy, played by Matthew Mahoney, uh, who gives them, I don't know, a tour of that house, and it seems. They're 30 minutes late and they're psych students for some reason. Because I love the fact how one of them's wondering about say, Abnormal psych, the book. I'm like, oh, hilarity. Yeah. I mean, uh, I have no idea. Then he asks, How'd you get into college? And he goes, Oh, I was uh, I was on a army scholarship. I got kicked out of army, so I'm now back in college. And he goes, Oh, my daddy's rich and not shit. I, I, I shagged the teacher. And he's like, Oh, so that's how you get in. I should have asked. Hilarious. <laughs> Dear God. Mm. I've got to see here, what is with the quality of the sound department, by the way? What quality? I mean, yeah, exactly. It's like, what is happening with the quality of the sound? I mean, mm. I was like, I could barely hear the, the dialogue. And the, all I can hear is the, the, the extras in the background laughing, giggling, and laughing all through the... I'm like, what is happening here? And why is the pitch quality so shit? Yeah, because at first I was starting to think, is it the website on which I watched it on but can't be because I watched it in the same place you recommended so if you yeah, had exactly. problems then it's clearly it yeah 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 I mean I found this thing on the Roku channel so it's mm-hmm. a legit fucking source it's not like it's a bullshit source so hmm. yeah exactly it's not uh-huh. how it's just mm. yeah yeah I mean the, the acting and the thing is like porn level it's like a porn break at any second I mean I was like what the fuck is happening here I mean who who thought this was a, like, was this a one-take movie? I mean, I mean, it feels like it. feels like it was done in about 20 minutes. Hmm. Oh, that annoys me also is things just happen for reasons. It's like some guy walks up to him and cuts his fingers off for reasons. There's, I don't know, some ball security guard to go around and place starting fights for reasons. There's a nurse with large fucking tits and she's there for reasons. Mm-hmm. There's like... Yeah. What was it she says? We go through a gallon of um, drugs every day. I'm like, Ew. that's a hell of a lot of drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 
I've got in here is Rick Sloan trolling us. You can barely hear this thing, barely see this thing, and you're going, you haven't got people talking over people, you're extra talking over the actors and such, and there's background noises and it's not working. So is he it, trolling us? It feels like it, and mm. I want to say yeah, just so I, you know, I don't have to live with the memory that this is a legit movie that someone took seriously. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a complete utter fucking joke. And I think mm-hmm. it me is the editing and the continuity is null and void in this this thing. Because you have people enough. walking around the place wearing outfits. The next scene they're wearing a different outfit, and the next scene they're wearing a It's like actually in the same scene as that. There's a bit in it where is it Kyle, the main guy, is walking along the corridor. He's wearing a shirt and tie. Oh, it's not a shirt, a, a shirt runner. And he walks into a room. He's wearing a a different a t-shirt, and he walks out of the room. He's wearing a different t-shirt. I'm like continuity hello i mean yeah yeah and that happened multiple times it's like you're watching it and you're like that's some fucking quick change how'd the manager Mm. yeah yeah it's ridiculous so finally the gang has got to meet mccready he's now played by roland uh, escoville i think was his name Uh uh-huh and for reasons that he's in a group and they're all laughing and hysterical laughing he goes but the the, the hobgob was way back i'm going okay then why is there a guy fighting with a a nun a, a, a nurse rather with a monopoly game what's happening i mean it's meant to be like group therapy in the asylum but you know they've mm. obviously tried to be a bit edgy and creepy and it's just all i've done is made you think what the fuck mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got in here. Who thought this dialogue was funny? Who greenlit mm. this fucking movie? This is terrible. The whole bit where, oh, the devil makes me play Monopoly and I cheat. Like, right, that's funny. How? Yeah. Hmm. God. And then McCready acts like he has never saw the cast before. These are all new people. I'm going, no, you survived a night with these people, so you should know. Yeah. these people should not be new to you no matter how much meds they've been pumping into you in the asylum Mm, yeah 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 i mean they do say oh my god we go through a gallon of thorazoid or is that stuff called isn't it uh thorazine Um, rather sorry yes thorazine thorazoid thorazine uh every every day i'm going that's a fucking fuck ton of drugs that's (laughs) a hell of a lot I mean, could you imagine that? Oh, I'm going to start a fight. Boop, dead. Or <laughs> boop, I should not take for about fucking six hours or something. Christ almighty. Mm. Jesus uh, So Professor Abernathy hooks up McCready to some sort of PTS machine, which I'm going, what is happening here? Because that's yeah. clearly some sort of, I don't know what the hell that was, some sort of sound device. And why has it got green lights on it? And why is it having a Doctor Who time tunnel effect thing? And what is happening here? Oh, I mean, why are we trying to think too much into it? I mean, it's, it, it just, it made no sense. Whoever wrote that down and thought that would be a great idea should be taken up out and shot. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. I love the fact how they have wobbly stock footage of one of the original Hobgoblin puppets from the 88 leftovers. Mm-hmm. I'm going, okay, I always put it in focus. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. So I'll get in here. They then got outside. What's with the editing? Why is McCready now outside perfectly fine after being tied to a ch- I'm going, what's happening here? Yeah, why is he unsupervised? I mean, apparently so unstable. Yeah, 
he then warns of Bloody Mary and said, if you say the Hobgoblins three times to come to get you, I'm going, since when do you see Bloody Mary? I mean, yeah. <sighs> and then the professor just said, no, in time, as, as he says the thing three times, he says, who needs a Mary anyway? Who needs a Bloody Mary anyway? Who, who wants a drink? I was like, can I have one, please? I mean, because I'm hung, I'm hanging off my fingertips because that's a fucking mess. Mm. So with that, the group then leaves. I just cuts. I'm like, Karen, who edited this? I mean, I just cuts to the professor in his office uh, drinking yeah. a hip flask saying Bloody Mary three times. And I'm going, one minute it's broad daylight, next minute it's night time. So. Oh, I know. But then quite a lot of movies do that, and it pisses me off. Yes, sure. It goes from one in the afternoon to like midnight at the blink of an eye. Yeah, sure. I mean, sure that that, that movie we done uh, last Valentine's Day was the same thing. Mm. Like, what was that called again? Uh, what the hell was that called? Um, X-ray. Yes. Yeah. What and the it? guys sitting outside in the car all night and all day, I'm like, really, mate? Wouldn't you go and with my girlfriend? Sort of thing. Yeah. What? Yeah. God, and she gets, like, knocked out and put in a room with all these old crone women. I'm like, what the fuck's happening here? So, <laughs> mm, God, they say it's like half past nine. It's like noises. It's half past twelve. So, mm. Anyway, he says Hobgoblin three times and the machine turns itself on and boom! There's a Hobgoblin in front of him. I'm going... Where? How did this happen? Yeah, it's literally just a three time in the appearance of thin air, which I didn't like. No, no, I didn't. I, I was going. Somebody watched. Caravan took notes. I mean, <laughs> mm, so mm. definitely. It then cuts to a redo of the quote unquote epic fight between Nick and Kevin, because mm-hmm. apparently this is what Rick Sloth thought was hilarious when they did it in the first time so didn't this time but this one is less epic because it's hilarious it's less epic I'm going it wasn't epic the first time so why is it it's fucking epic yeah why is it going to be hilarious now exactly I mean he's going just hold the, the shovel and go dick dick with it I'm going this is terrible <laughs> and this is where Nick drops he was sort of the army for, for stealing equipment as you do why not I've got in here, this movie is getting beyond painful to watch, and I've got an hour and 20 minutes left. God help me. <laughs> oh, so, wow. So, inside, Daphne pulls out DVDs. I said, like, no, this is not fucking 1990, she pulls out DVDs. Exactly, like you're giving the game away there. Mm. And it's all of Rick Sloan's movies that he's done, apart from the, the two obvious joke ones. And Amy Weeks... Uh, so she makes fun of Amy saying she hates horror movies. And I was going, is it supposed to be a, a, a commentary as the, the viewers because we're watching a shitty ass horror movie? Because if, if that's so, then it, this is not funny. Mm. Um. Oh, yes. Can we talk about the decor, by the way? Oh, the, uh, What the hell is it again? The, the pink fuzzy sofas. I mean, Jesus Christ. The cow print wallpaper and curtains. The plastic love heart lamps all over the place. Who the fuck thought this was a good look? I mean, even in the 60s, 70s and 80s, when that thing was sorted in, that wouldn't have been a good look. Mm, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God. But did you catch the name of some of the titles of the movies that uh, Daphne had? No. She had one called, uh, what was it, Two Scoops and Girls, which is an obvious shot of two 
uh, two girls, one cup. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God, that's a, that's a dated joke. No. Um, another one was, uh, I can't remember the other one, wasn't it something about serial killer or something? I'm like, yeah, it's an obvious joke there. Mm. I love how Daphne says, I've watched a lot of scary movies, nothing scares me anymore. Same love, I mean. Mm. <laughs> so, mm. Yeah, like, we're all a little, I say, we're all a little, but you're a lot desensitised to scary movie, but the rest of us, you know, a little desensitised where she's like, yeah, nothing scares me. Two seconds later, screaming at the screen. Ah! Like, I was going, up, love. Yeah, these people are, are likeable. I'm going, really? I've got in here, the girls make popcorn, and the boys put a prank on them. Can you see where this is going? Why, yes, it's a scream joke. Eight mm. years after scream three. And yep. three years before scream four. Ooh, edgy. I was going to cut itself on that, that edge. I mean, for fucking mm-hmm. hell. Oh my god, it was just gave it scary movie, you know. I'm like, fuck off, you fucking. I mean, scary movie killed that that joke dead. Mm-hmm. So eight years after scary movie did it, you're doing it. Mm. Yeah, like if they killed it, then you get no chance. Hmm. God, So cue all of Rick Sloan's film school movies: Chainsaw Chicks, Amity Hookers, Nightmare of the Lost Hours, all shot in 1981. Hilarious. Wow. I mean, oh my God, how did he pass film school, by the way? I mean, can we say he paid someone? Would that be a little mm. cheeky of me? I mean, I love the fact how uh, they say uh, Chainsaw Chicks has the most epic chainsaw fight ever, and one's got a fucking hedge trimmer, not a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, oh my God, you've got a hedge trimmer, not a chainsaw. <laughs> <sighs> wow. And a bit where it cuts to the audience participation bit where it shows you like Marilyn Burns get attacked off a Leatherface type person. Hilarious. Mm. I mean, God, did you catch that one? No. I did. And yeah. I just, you know, I rolled and thought, well, funny, haha. Mm. And Ampity Hookers because they cost your arm and a leg. Oh, the puns. Oh. Jesus wept. I mean, God almighty. So anyway, back to this piece of shit movie. In the kitchen, Nick plans to pranking Daphne again by pulling out a glove from the freezer and pretends it's his hand because that's hilarious and scary, isn't it? Oh, I mean, too funny for work. God almighty, this works. And Daphne screams because she's she's a big a big tough girl. She doesn't need no scary man sort of stuff. I'm like, yeah, love, you fell for that obvious joke. I mean, mm. oh my God. Meanwhile... Kevin's the hobgoblin outside uh, the building and just disappears. So how did it know where he was? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. So a cop shows up telling them that the professor is in that house because he's in room 237. Funny, haha. Mm-hmm. Did you catch that reference now? I did. Yes, yeah, I was like, oh, God. He must be doing... He must be uh, completely insane. He's in room 237. What a, I mean, oh my God. So next day, the guy visits the professor and he's bugging us insane, wearing a sheet with a belt on his waist, pretending it's a street jacket. I was done. <laughs> I was like, fuck it, I'm done. No. Oh no. They can't even afford a street jacket. They've got a fucking bed sheet with a belt around his waist uh-huh. and that's a street jacket. I mean, time how bad when you cannot afford a straight jacket or cannot afford to have your costume department 
rustle up something that looked <laughs> like a great jacket. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought it was ridiculous. I mean, I actually stopped the movie, went away, and made a cup of coffee and sat down for like 20 minutes before going back to this movie. Wow. I was like, I'm done with this. I'm, I, this, this is just fucking terrible. The, the editing is abysmal. The script's abysmal. The acting mm-hmm. is terrible. The sound, mm-hmm. you can barely fucking hear it right, and you can mm-hmm. barely see what's happening. So, mm, yeah. I was, I was done. So, like I say, I came back half an hour later and stuck it back on, and Inbox McCready to say that he warned this would happen and they will be back. And uh, he's going, I don't know who you are. Kevin goes, I don't know who you are. I'm like, yeah, you do. You fucking did the thing 20 years earlier. So what is happening here? Yeah, that that really pissed me off, this whole pleading ignorance thing. I was like, who the fuck did it? Who the fuck read this? Mm. And didn't click on and go, why do the characters not know who each other are? Yeah, exactly. exactly. I was thinking to myself, it says, if this is supposed to be 1990, and it's two years after events of the fair enough, he's supposed to have been completely insane. But they, they would know who the hell the fucking characters are. The other characters know who he is, so Yeah. I have no idea. And it just cuts to Kevin outside. And we could just say to him again about the hobgoblins saying they will know what scares you. He had already dealt with the hobgoblins, so he knows how hobgoblins work. Mm. So oh god I made it. So Kevin just runs off, as you do. And it just cuts. It's just a, a heavy cut straight to Kevin and Amy studying because, right. You know, in, in this movie, what we really needed to see were people studying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what the hell were they studying at all? She's, like, writing stuff in a, in a book and he's, like, drawing circles on a, on a notepad. I'm like, really, me? You are a fucking terrible actor. Mm. Jesus, what? Um... So he pulls up a, a creepy-ass clown doll thing and it starts to talk to her. She goes, oh, I don't like that thing. Get away from my face. I'm like, it's your doll. Why do you have it then if you're terrified of puppets and dolls? Yeah, if it creeps you out, why keep it? Yeah. And she goes whole backstory on how she hates dolls because she'd given puppets and dolls when she was younger and they were all in her bedroom staring at her and she would turn away and she wouldn't touch her and stuff. I go, why have you got like porcelain dolls and clown puppets and... Mm various other things all around your bedroom then you fucking ditzy bitch and then Kevin says he wants to have sex but he's having none of it because she's too frigid so I'm like okay then because there's a connection there somehow she's mm. afraid of dolls but he, he wants sex but she uh, how does it I, I mean I suppose everybody's got their own kink but yeah they're trying to inject sex into it at that part I was mm. just like really Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, ridiculous. So it just cuts to the next day, and he's visiting uh, the professor in the nut house, and I've got he's wearing a shirt, and he goes to a purple t-shirt, and then it cuts to a, a different coloured t-shirt. Who had to do this? I mean, mm. oh my and god! And how many days did it take to film? Yes, exactly. How many days did it take to film? Oh, Jesus Christ! So professor is quote unquote gone. He's He's no longer with it in the building. He's no longer, and I was like, this better be a fucking outside joke or some done. And it is because there's two idiot unnamed candy scrapers telling the professor it's outside because he couldn't wait for Kevin to show up. What? Mm, I know. I got who who could like this? Who wrote this? Who did this? Who thought this was funny? I mean, outside the professor tells Kevin McCready is in a padded cell. 
And the professor's now okay. The fuck is going on here? I've got down here. <laughs> um, Kevin begs to see McCready, but the professor says nope. And it just cuts to Kevin being attacked by a Hobgoblin in a different coloured purple shirt. And I've got down here, I love the fact how they just throw the dummy at his face and hope to God it, it doesn't break his teeth. <laughs> I mean, did you catch that? It just yeah, yeah you can tell it's just been throwing at him at Hickey's of catch. Mm. Oh, this, wow. This is where I was done. I've done here. Fuck it. I don't care anymore. This movie is a complete fucking joke. Uh, this shouldn't be watched by anyone. I'm giving up. Mm. So, what happened? <laughs> oh, you're asking me what happened? I mean, yes. you're, asking, you're asking the right person because although I stuck, kept on to the end, I didn't watch it all. I, I listened to it all. Um, so from what I can tell, nothing interesting happened. <laughs> I I genuinely kept it on in the background, but carried on and do, done done some really other boring stuff I'd been putting off all day. I was like, you know what? This is a great time to I'm outfit for work and went ahead and did that really. Well. So I can't physically tell you what happened because I didn't watch it. If anyone did watch it, please tell us. Does it get better? Uh, you know, did we miss out? But I still bother telling us because I don't care, frankly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, don't tell John, but I'm, I, I kind of want to know if I should have stuck it out. Maybe not. Um, but yeah, it there is not a lot we I can say about this apart from what the actual fuck did I just. Watch for about 45 minutes because it just. I mean, you can tell that they are manipulating that puppet so mm-hmm. that it looks like it's attacking them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Yeah, like yeah. I say, eight years I've been doing this thing for 450 mm-hmm. plus movies. I have mm-hmm. never stopped a movie halfway through and I'm done and just walked away. You know, neither have I, and this so, one, I, I mean, I, I, I kept it on in case something interesting happened, so I, I listened to it, but I didn't actually just give up and turn it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only yeah. other movie I've never seen the very end of, and I mean the very last scene, was Arachnophobia, but the, mm. if we remember back to that, I'm terrified of spiders, so I, I, that time jumped at the screen and I think I passed out, whereas this, yeah. I just thought, I wish I would pass out. It would be more exciting than this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I love a good bad movie, but this thing mm. is is like the depths of the pits of the bowels of hell of bad movie hell. I mean, for crying out loud, I mean, I actually was yeah. sat and watched fucking really shit movies that people were like. Well, you actually watched that? Yes, mm. I have watched it, and I survived it. Like for instance, Ghoulies Four. Mm-hmm. You know. Critters fucking four. I mean, I mean any of the any of the critters movie takes some sitting the, through, but yeah. Yeah, the Leprechaun movies for crying out loud. Some of the ones are oh my god, abysmal. yeah. And yeah. I've watched all these, but this thing just I was like, this isn't doesn't point me doing this. It's fucking abysmal. So hmm. Um. So let's just score this thing. It's gonna be a really short podcast with bollocks. Um, one being so gold and five being. <laughs> Dog shit. I'm going to give this thing a minus 10. So what are you giving it? Yeah, I've got minus 1 trillion written down. I'm like <laughs> minus a trillion. That's it. It uh, just it can't get any worse. Let's face it. No, no. Although it can, can get worse. Can we ask why the, two, why the two nuts were, were arguing about Satan and Joan of Arc? Did anyone catch 
what the fuck that was about? I have no idea. I mean, like I said, I was hanging on for, for dear life and fingertips going, what is happening here? What did I do in this life to deserve this piece of shit movie? You and me both. I was watching this going, have I pissed John off? What the fuck? Like, have I done something to offend him? What the fuck is with this movie? Oh, mm. my God. That's just, yeah, just I know. Abysmal. Absolutely abysmal. Right, then. Let's just wrap this up then. Fuck it, a really short <laughs> episode. I can't be fucked with this anymore. Anyway, <clears throat> thank you for listening. Before I was on Twitter at Two Geeks Pod, you can follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny Seventy Nine, and you can follow Joanne on Twitter at Two Geeks Joanne. Okay, we also have an Instagram, Two Geeks Talk Movies. Now our next podcast will be House of Wax remake from two thousand and what was that six? That was out seven or something. Yay! The one with them. Um, <laughs> That's gonna be fun. Wow. So can we do Bob Goblin two again? Oh jeez. Actually, I quite, <laughs> I quite actually like uh, House of Wax. I saw it like three times in the cinema. So <laughs> okay, okay. Wow, our dedication. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Either that, I said a lot of really fat men in it. I can't remember if I've seen that one. No, no. To be no, true. No, so it must be dedication to the movie then. Well, the first thing I saw, it was at one of these all-nighters, and it was ah, like okay. three in the morning, so I was half awake, so that didn't count. Uh, <laughs> then I saw it when it came out on um, the first weekend, I saw it last weekend, because I, I was laughing hysterically at Paris Hilton's empty head joke, because it's like, oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That's the next one, is House of Wax. So, hmm. Anyway, let's just wrap the thing up. All I can say is a bye... <laughs> And don't watch the whole goblins too, it's a piece of shit. Yeah, don't waste your time. Bye.